there, gorgeous. I know it's hard living in today's world to find out the right one for you, but trust me, I've been thinking the same thing for years now. But let me tell you about mine and how you can stay away from making the same mistakes as me. Hey, hey, it's Ellie here. On today's episode, we will be talking about all of my last relationships and how you can stay away from those red flags that I somehow seem to miss out on in my past as you can call it, situationships, and not be as dumb as I was. Okay, so just a little recap of what was last week, because after I went back and I listened to this, I realized that I left out a major part, and I kind of left y'all hanging a little bit, I felt like. So last week we ended on, you know, how me and him just kind of died off, and then we picked back up again, and we just went over and over and over with each other. So, to go a little more in-depth of what was going on was, I remember, um, over the summer, like I said, we would meet at the pool, he would text me, he would come over here, but going back farther than that, it was how I said we ended it in, like, October or December, it was something like that, I really try not to remember it, so... I had this thing for a class. Well, actually, no. We need to go farther back than that when I think about it. Um, he, When I would see him at the bar, he'd come home with me, blah, blah, blah. I know I mentioned that. But I ended up saying one time, I was like, you know, I can't do this anymore. And he was like, okay, completely understandable. So I started, you know, picking up my what I was ready to call the hot girl summer at kind of attitude, kind of like, you know, if you miss me, you miss me. That's too bad. So I started getting like guys coming back into my phone. Like I was trying to get myself out there to try to find who next was coming in my life. So I ended up seeing this one guy at the bar one night and, you know, he was not necessarily my type, but he was a good-looking guy, had a good voice, built well. Like, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll give this guy a chance. And so I went to the bar, and I saw him, and I walked up to him because it was his birthday. So, you know, I walked up to him. This is my first time ever meeting him in person. Me and him had each other on Snap already. So I meet him, and I say, hey, is it your birthday? He's like, yeah, totally it is. I'm turning 22. And I was like, oh, well, happy birthday to you. And he's like, yeah, 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 you know, you should totally add me on Snapchat. And I was like, I already have you on Snapchat. And so we go to look at my phone and there his name is, it's right there, plain and simple. He's like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to Snapchat you. And I was like, okay. He's like, maybe you could snap me first. And this right here is a lesson for everybody that they need to learn. Females, especially if they want you, they will. If they want to Snapchat you, they will Snapchat you first. Do not ever message a guy first. So I was like, you know, if you want to talk to me, you're going to snap me. He's like, okay. So, you know, we just kind of went back to our own groups and ended the night at there. And the next day, he Snapchats me. And so I was like, okay, maybe this guy actually does want to talk to me. So me and him ended up Snapchatting, and he asked me to hang out. A few days went by, we hung out, and we ended up hanging out almost every single day. So things began to get a little more serious and, you know, me and him were at that talking stage at that point. And just to kind of shorten it up this way, 
um, me and him would hang out. We would go to our, his friend's house together. He would see my friends. And just a little backstory on my friends. Like, my best friend tells me every time she has not ever met a guy, her nor her boyfriend, that they want to hang around. So, yeah, they met my friends. They weren't... He, she wasn't very fond of him. And so, me and her kind of didn't hang out, a lo- like, a lot. And so... Me and him got to that talking stage, and we end up going over to his friend's house one night. And his friend was a girl, but there was another guy there along with three other girls. And, I mean, I had no problem with that. I'm up for meeting new people all the time. So, we got there, and, you know, we played some beer pong, started playing some cards. We were drinking. Just casual things. And the next thing I know while I'm playing beer pong with this girl I had just met, she says, my ex's name, insert here, um... He's coming over. And so I was like, um, okay. You know, I didn't want to say anything. I didn't be like, oh, that's my ex. Right in front of the guy I was talking to. So we let like 20 minutes more pass by. And next thing I know, I hear this slam of the door. So when I hear that slam of the door, I could only think of my ex. That is who walked in the door. And when I'm telling you, My eyes just had tunnel vision straight to him. I am not exaggerating in any way, but it was so, like, I was tunnel vision straight towards him. And the guy I was talking to, you know, he had his arm around me. We were sitting on the couch, you know, had his one arm around me, and the other hand was, like, cross his body on my leg. Like, you know, being, like, a little lovey-dovey. And, you know, me and him were sitting there enjoying a drink, having a good time with the rest of the people there. And his eyes, like, he has kind of bigger eyes already, my ex does, but his eyes got ten times the size they were, and he didn't say anything. So, the girl I had just made friends with, she was like, hey, like, how are you? And he had already come from the bar, so he was like, I'm good, like, I'm just wanting to sit here and get get a few drinks in me. And so, she was like, okay, so, like, let's sit here, let's play some games, let's have a good time. And she gives me the remote to the TV. And when she did, we were playing YouTube on it. So I obviously picked a song. And I picked Give Heaven Some Hell by Hardy. And I didn't think anything of it at the time. He had just lost his grandfather. And apparently that was the song they played at his funeral. So I didn't think anything of it. And the next thing I know is... He gets up, throws his drink in the sink, my ex, just to clarify this, throws his drink in the sink, goes to walk out the door, and before he walks out the door, he turns around and looks at me, and he goes, Ellie, F you. Use the whole word. And so I'm sitting here, kind of like, this man just completely cussed me out in front of all new friends and the guy I'm talking to. So, he shuts the door, and practically just runs out so the whole room you could imagine it was so quiet you could hear crickets you could hear a pin drop and the guy I was talking to kind of looks at me and he's like what was that and I'm thinking I just said I, I don't know like <laughs> I have no clue and so after that we just kind of like it was a very awkward situation afterwards we just kind of sat there and we just kept playing our cards but it wasn't at the level it was before that So, not five minutes later, after my ex walks out the door, 
Um, I pick my phone up to insert X's name here is typing. And then I get a Snapchat from him. And I'm like, okay, this is really freaking weird. And so I kind of like hit my phone to the side where the guy I was talking to couldn't see it. And the Snapchat I open up says, you really had to play that effing song right after you know my grandfather passed away. I was like, I'm sorry. Like, that's one of the new songs. Like, it's a really good song. I didn't imagine it would make you feel that way. He said, not only that, that guy you're talking to is my best friend. Yeah. Like, sit there and think about that. You're talking to your ex's best friend right now, knowing you have done things questionable with that man, and you have done things with your ex. So I was like, oh my... <laughs> I was kind of shocked. And I didn't really know what to say back. And so I just text back, and I said, I'm so sorry. I did not know this was your friend. I said, I mean, I guess I should have asked you. In all reality, I shouldn't have. I was just kind of being, you know, a little... B word. And so I text that back and I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. He's like, okay, well call me right now. And so I was like, no, I'm not going to call you. I'm sitting here with this guy I'm talking to. Like you've led me on long enough. I don't want to go through this again. And so he decides to start texting me like phone number texting. And he got, he said to me, well, I guess I'm just going to drive back to my dad's house drunk and sleep here for the night. I was like, you know, that's really not a great idea. I know you have friends that live right across the street where you could sleep, but you know, it's whatever. I was almost done arguing at that point, wanted to leave him on read like it, I was completely done. And so he ends up not texting me anymore and the last time he had texted me after that, I just left it there and I didn't touch it for the rest of the time I was with the guy I was talking to. And so he texts me again when I'm getting ready to leave and he says, can you please call me? Mind you, this is around 2 a.m. right now. So around 2 a.m., me and the guy I was talking to, we walk back to his apartment, get back to his apartment, and I ended up not staying there that night. I said, you know, I'm going to go home. I'm going to get some rest. I have to be up early in the morning. He's like, okay, that's fine. So I get in my car and I text my ex back and I say, hey, I just left your friend's house. I didn't stay there tonight. So he proceeds to call me on my phone. He answered or he calls me. I answer. He says in like he's breaking out in profusely tears like it's insane. I've never seen this man cry that much and or hurt, I guess you should say. He's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to be like that. Uh, I guess the alcohol just got the best of me. And I was like, I did, I'm sorry. I didn't know that this was your friend. And had I known this was your friend, um, one would have probably kept it a little more quiet. Or if you're knowing me a little better, I would not have stepped on that friendship if I known it had been yours because he knows how I felt about him, or at least I think he does. And so he just, is saying, Ellie, I'm sorry. Like, I want you to give me another chance. I'm a changed man. And if you have ever heard anybody speak about guys, people don't, 80, 90% of the time, people do not change. No matter how many times they say it, it's very rarely that somebody will change for somebody else. So he says, like, come over here, come to my dad's house. I really want to talk to you about this in person. And I'm like, 
you know, I really can't drive here at 2 a.m. I've had alcohol. I'm sitting at my house and I'm going to sleep. He's like, well, you know how much I, I love you and I am in love with you. And I'm like, I start breaking out into tears. I'm like, you know how much I love you. You know what I've went through to be with you. You know I've had this crush on you since I was 16 years old. I said I was practically starstruck when I met you. And the fact that when you asked me out, I felt like I had been swept off my feet. I was on cloud nine. He's like, I know. I'm so sorry. Like, I really want to try this again. I was like, you know, uh, you're going to really have to show me a lot to know for me to know that you, you're actually a changed man. And he said, okay, I'm going to do that. And so I was like crying in the middle of that. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm getting off the phone. I'm going in and I'm going to bed. You can text me if you want. No promises if I'm responding or not. So he was like, okay, okay. Uh, me and you are going to hang out this week. So I was like, just kind of blew it off my shoulder. Okay, you have a good night. So we get off the phone and I get inside to my house. I lock it, lock my door and I come up here to my bed. And I get this text message from him. And it was like the old him. Like, it was a really good feeling. And so, you know, me and him just kind of start texting a little more. Uh, he gets back on my best friend's list on Snapchat. And me and the guy I was talking to, I mean, I did not let him go at all. I was still going to keep him because for all I knew, my ex hadn't changed. And I wasn't going to risk that relationship to go back to my ex. So I just kind of kept everything on the down low. And so, ends up, the guy I was talking to found out from my ex. He's like, I thought you said that you had no idea who this guy was. And there, I was caught in a lie. I should never have done that. I will never do that again. And so, I was like, yeah. Like, me and him used to work together. We had a thing at one time. It didn't work out. And he's like, okay, that's fine. Like, just tell me the truth next time. I was like, okay, I will. You know, no problem. I really like you. And so, me and him hang out a little more. And we go hang out with our friends. And so every time we'd go hang out with our friends, we'd have an amazing time. But besides that point, um, I remember one of the girls in my sorority used to talk to the guy I was talking to. And so come around time for New Year's, the guy knew, I knew that they used to talk. And it was just really weird the way she went about everything after she found out me and him were talking. So on New Year's, the guy I'm talking to calls me and he says, hey, her name, she's coming to my party on New Year's. And I was like, okay. He's like, is that okay with you? I said, no, not really considering y'all used to talk, but I'm going to be an adult about, adult about this. If you think she should come, I don't want her anywhere near you. Like I'm the girl talking to you. I'm the girl staying the night with you. He said, okay, that's fine. So we get to the New Year's party and she walks in. And so he automatically pulls me tighter. He's like, this is my girl. So when he pulled me closer, I was like, okay, like, yeah, this guy really doesn't care if she's here. And so she starts playing beer pong while me and him are standing in the corner of the kitchen. And she's playing beer pong at the island in the kitchen. So it just seems to happen. Every time she shot her ball, it always ended up at me and his feet. And I was like, you know, this is getting really freaking weird. So I take it upon myself to, you know, just kind of get in the middle of it all and I mean I'm not very comfort confrontational I'm not going to say much to you but it got to the point where I was like you know she's trying to flirt with you right now and so every time she did that I just kind of like stood my ground a little more with him and it got to the point where I let him stand by himself 
when she got done playing beer pong, she went across the apartment. So I was like, I don't have anything to worry about. And so one of my friends wanted me to play beer pong. So I was like, yeah, I'll play. I start playing. I start playing. And somehow this girl that used to talk to him ends up over there by him laying on top of him. And I'm like, oh, heck no. I just get all defensive. So I just take it upon myself. I didn't say anything to him and her. I walked straight back to his room and I sit my butt right on his bed. He automatically kind of pushes her off and he walks back to my room. He's like, Ellie, I promise I didn't do anything. Please don't be mad at me. And I'm like, okay. I said, why'd she keep being on you? He's like, I don't know. And got really defensive. And so I was like, okay, I'm just make her leave. So she ended up, before he could walk out, she ended up leaving because she saw me walk like vigorously like walk to his room. And so she went to the girl that I had brought to the party with me and was like, Ellie's calling me all these names. Like she's going to beat me. Like she's going to beat me up. She's going to do this to me. She's going to do that to me. Oh, look at that girl in the face that I brought with me. And I said, did you ever hear those words come out of my mouth? And she said, Ellie, no, I didn't. I said, exactly. I'm not a confrontational person, but I'm glad she thinks I could beat her butt. And so, I mean, I'll let that girl keep thinking what she wanted to think. Power to you for thinking I can beat your butt. Um, so after that, you know, me and him went and got some McDonald's 2 a.m. You know, that McDonald's kind of hits different. And we come back to the apartment, fall asleep. Wake up the next morning, things were great. A few days go by, he starts lacking off. And I'm like, you know, this is getting really weird. This has been done to me before. I don't like this feeling. And I had left a pair of shoes over there from New Year's. And so one night, him and his roommate, one of his roommates, and his friend all hung out at his friend's house. And usually he asks me to go hang out, but he didn't ask me this time. I was like, okay, yeah, go have fun. So every time he's with his friends, he would message me. Something different about this time, he did not message me. And when he did message me, I'm really used to getting Snapchat pictures. I didn't get any Snapchat pictures with him while he was from him while he was gone. The only thing I got was Snapchat text messages. I was like, you know, this is really freaking weird. I can't see where he's at. I can't see what he's doing. So I take it upon myself to go park in front of his apartment where he couldn't see me. And I circled around a few times. That girl he used to talk to, her car was there. And I know she doesn't live there. So, he ended up saying a little bit later, he's like, hey, it just got back from my friend's house. And I was like, okay. He Snapchats me a picture. I, mind you, am still sitting outside of his apartment. And same time, he messages me and tells me, hey, I'm back from my friend's. That girl he used to talk to walks out of his apartment. I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding. So I had a picture of her car being there. And I said, you know, that girl, one of my friends just sent me a message saying, that girl walked out of your apartment. I said, what is this? Like, do you have something to tell me? He's like, Ellie, no, I don't. I promise. And he's like, you don't believe me. You don't believe that I wouldn't lie to you. And I'm like, you know, it's just really weird getting that picture and the same time I got that picture saying she's walking out of the guy you're talking to his apartment, you decide to message me a picture. I was like, it's really just kind of sus. 
And so he's like, whatever, I'm done talking to you if you think I'm going to lie to you. He just, he was trying to turn everything around on me and I really don't appreciate stuff like that. So that night and I ended up being done talking to him, crying. My mom came over. She had to calm me down. Like I thought I had got my heart broken all over again. And so that happened. Me and him stopped talking. That girl and him are now engaged. Like woohoo for them. You know, I didn't deserve, like he didn't deserve me when I think about it now. And so I just kind of was like, okay, like, this happens. Um, it's almost summertime. I'm going to do me again. So come around like the second semester of college, uh, I have this class. And for this class, I have to make a podcast. The podcast has to be an hour long. And I thought, you know, I'm a sports major. Why not go like I'm from a 3A school. So why not go to local 3A schools and interview them for it was time for state basketball so I interviewed my coach and two other coaches that were in the 3A locally and so I interviewed them for state I did boys coaches and I did girls coaches so I did that and then it came around time for baseball or no spring football I did spring football and then I did baseball season And so I went to those, and the very last interview I had, I was thinking, okay, so my ex just, like, this was the last interview I needed that was local. And for the boys' basketball, like, I interviewed people at his school. I mean, it was no big deal. Like, I had a great time. And so come the very last episode, I decided I would text him because he hadn't yet not blocked my number. Oh, actually, no. No, let me go back. Okay, so my ex, when he found out I was talking to his friend, um, sorry to kind of screw you up on that, but um, my ex, his friend, when I started talking to him, my ex blocked me on Instagram, Facebook, text message. He failed to block me on Twitter. So, you know, I was just kind of scrolling through my Twitter one night, and the next thing I know, I get a DM from my ex on Twitter. And it's because I had liked one of his tweets. He DMs me and he says, let me see if I can pull it up. Because I probably still have them. Okay. So, go back to January 16 of 2021. He said, haha, forgot I didn't have you blocked on here. And so, I knew he had me blocked, but I was not going to say that. I was like, you had me blocked question mark he said lol on everything so I just said why is that he said why do you think lol so I was like okay this dude kind of has attitude with me I'm not vibing with it I said thought we were friends I don't know I haven't done anything when all reality I knew I had been with him and his or him and his best friend so he said sure I said why have I what have I done then I said I'm completely clueless he sent another one back saying I'm not here to play games And so I thought to myself, like, oh, you're not here to play games, but yet you've been playing me the whole time we were dating. And so I sent back another one that said, I'm not trying to play games, and I'm not kidding. Like, I was being completely serious. At this point in time, I would have gone back to that man for anything. And he read that, but didn't respond. 
I said, I'm not sure what games I played. I'd feel better if you told me. He said, I texted you. So I said, I'll go look. And he said, yeah, you better. So that man proceeds to text me and say, you screwed one of my best friends. And I was like, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I really didn't know y'all were friends at that time. And he said, yeah, okay. Me and you can talk about it a little better if you drive over here. This was at like midnight. And rule number one for girls again, don't drive over to your ex's house at midnight. Only bad things will happen. Me being the girl I was, I decided to drive over to my ex's house at midnight. And so I was like, I, I knew I was getting myself into something all over again. So I get over there and, you know, he wasn't really going to say much. I walk in and, you know, I was just kind of moping around and he's like, so you like screwed my best friend. I was like, to be honest, you have so many best friends. I could, I could not keep up if I tried. And he's like, yeah, well, like crap like that happens, I guess. And I was like, yeah, I guess it does. And during the time me and that guy were talking, that guy ended up talking, or my ex ended up talking to one of my now best friends. And so he just kind of was like, I understand that. Like, let's not keep bringing that up ever again. I was like, well, I didn't plan on it. So he tells me a little bit about himself and what's been going on recently. And the whole time I knew who he was talking to. And at that point in time, I did not like that girl. The girl that is now my best friend. Crazy, isn't it? So I told, or he was telling me, you know, like, I talked to this girl. Um, she ended up, like, not working out. Uh, didn't like me. That's crazy. I was like, you know, that yeah, that is kind of crazy. Like, you have this great personality. Um, you light up a room every time you walk into it. Like, I was being nice. And so he tells me about that. And, you know, I was like, you know, I kind of, like, don't like her. And he's like, I can kind of catch on by the way you've been answering what I've been saying. So I was like, yeah, you know, crap happens. And so we just kind of end on that note. And he's like, it's almost 3 a.m. Do you want to go to bed? And I was like, sure. I mean, I really don't want to drop back 45 minutes, 36, actually. Sorry. I don't want to drop 36 minutes back to my house. Sure, I'll stay. And so I stayed and we did things we probably shouldn't have. Woke up the next morning, I left, called my mom on my way back. I cried the whole time to her. I was like, Mom, I have not lost feelings for this guy. It's been six to uh, six months to a year now. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And at that point in time, I was still writing that journal I've mentioned a few episodes ago, trying to figure things out. I was getting signs I felt like from God were saying, like, this is your soulmate. You, y'all just have to have time apart to grow back together. And so we ended up texting again a little bit, but not enough to get back together. And so me and him, you know, kind of off and on, just a little bit like that. Okay, so going back a little bit, that interview I had with him, um, I don't know how I completely got sidetracked about this, but... That interview I had with him, I ended up driving home that night from the interview. And while that man had me blocked on everything, he decides to unblock me on everything, follow me back on everything, and Snapchats me 20 minutes after I got outside of his county. And he says, I need you to come back. And I was like, why do you need me to come back? 
you know, it's really weird. And he's like, no, like, I need you to come cuddle with me. I need somebody to sleep with tonight so I can wake up and have a great day tomorrow. Because he has always said it's a great day to have a great day. So I was like, no, like, I have homework to do. I'm going home. He's like, no, like, you should have come back. And I was like, no, like, maybe we can hang out some other time. So fast back forward into what we had gotten into. I forgot to mention that because that was, like, a really key point in why I think I hadn't lost feelings for that man. Come back a little bit and, like, me and him into the last last episode I mentioned, we would hang out every time he would text me at night. And he ended up texting me one time at 10 o'clock at night and says, Hey, um, blank now is over here along with blank. And so I, co- I go over there and... I get ready, like, I knew the garage code, I knew everything, so I open the garage, and I walk in, and to my surprise, another one of my sorority sisters is over there, I kind of walk in, and I tried not to let my mouth drop, but it was kind of ironic, because when I walked in, her mouth dropped as well, so it was my ex, two of his friends, and one of my sorority sisters, I was like, this is really freaking weird, so I sit down by him, I'm like, you know, this is who I used to date, and... She was like, hey, what are you doing here? I was like, you know, insert my ex's name. He asked me to come over and hang out and play a few games. So I was like, okay, yeah, let's just play some games. So we start playing some games. And uh, one of his friends was like, hey, man, like, I'm getting ready to leave. He's like, no, like, you don't need to leave. So he starts asking him all of these questions from what happened earlier that night. And his friend answers them all correctly. So he's like, okay, I guess it's okay for you to go home. So, he goes home, and one of my sorority sisters and my ex end up getting into it, talking about his grandpa that had passed away. So, he just kind of, like, chews her out over it. And so, I was like, okay. Um, when it died down, he was like, me and her go into my bedroom. You and my other friend can sleep on the couch. So, she's like, okay, fine. So, me and him fall asleep on the, in his bed while his friend and my sorority sister fall asleep on the couch. Wake up. The next morning. And apparently my sorority sister calls me a cock block. How am I one of those if you are not with my ex? Like, I was with my ex. I obviously was going to sleep in my ex's room with him. And so when we wake up the next morning, she is gone. But my ex's brother is there along with apparently one of the guys that is in a fraternity that knows me. That's here at A-State. They are in the house when me and him wake up we go take a shower and come back into the living room to his brother his younger brother and the guy that's in that frat along with his friend and so we're just kind of like this is really awkward and so I get my stuff and you know he walks me out to my car I leave and they went and played golf that day came back conversation died off once again